A girl who's unable to smile due to a disorder signed a modeling contract. A man sued his employer for an unwanted birthday party. And another man tore his lung while masturbating. These are the weird stories for Tuesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian inside a closet. Let's get into it, guys. It's weird. It's now. The girl who can't smile due to a rare disorder signs a modeling contract. Taylor Clement, maybe the girl who can't smile, but she's glowing with happiness right now because the 24-year-old from New Zealand is living her best life. She just signed an international modeling contract which will allow her to inspire others and share her story as one of a small group of people in the world with a very rare condition called Mobius Disorder. Mobius Disorder. It affects just one in four million people. It's very rare. It's a congenital condition where the facial nerves are underdeveloped. In Taylor's case, that means her eyebrows don't move, her eyes don't track from left to right, her upper lip doesn't move, which means she can't smile. Hence the name, The Girl Who Can't Smile. Of course, this made growing up very difficult. Taylor was severely bullied as a child, sadly. This is what children do. Anybody who's different at school usually gets bullied. It's unfortunate. Uh, I was extremely short, always have been, so I was bullied a little bit. Thank God I was funny. That got me out of a lot of situations. I can't imagine what would have happened to me if I was unable to smile. This is very, I've never even heard of this. Uh, There's a sad quote from Taylor in the story. Uh, She says, I think when you grow up being told that you're ugly and you're worthless, you believe it because you don't know anything else. How sad. This makes the story all that uplifting. At age 12, Taylor underwent a surgery that was intended to help her smile by moving tissue from her thigh to the corners of her mouth. But after a year of recovery, doctors were unable to wake up the nerves in her face and nothing changed. She was unable to smile. The bullying continued through her school years and by age 17, she was having up to 10 seizures a day, which the doctors determined were brought on by severe traumatic stress. Of course, there was depression involved, mental health. Taylor says after graduating, she was able to build some self-confidence in part through joining a gym and through meditation. She's now going to have the opportunity to inspire others as a model with Zebedee talent. Here's a quote from Taylor. I love being able to help others and empower others. It lights me up so much. And if I could smile, if I could smile, it's like the biggest smile on my face when I talk about it, because it truly lights me up so much. Taylor hopes to be the role model for others that she, that she didn't have as a child. She says, I had no one to see in movies or in the media or on the front of magazines. I felt really worthless and not accepted because I didn't see myself anywhere. To be so openly accepted and wanted, it just felt so amazing. It makes me kind of emotional, but I'm just glad that it was me that went through everything because I get to inspire people now. I get to help people. It makes me so happy. If I could smile, I would. And it sounds like she's got a, a good sense of humor about the whole situation, to be able to laugh at yourself despite your condition, you know, and not let it hold you back. All of these things are very difficult. To be able to laugh at yourself and to be able to overcome this kind of stuff. That's why this story is extremely inspiring. I had to do it. Uh, the girl who can't smile gets a modeling contract. You don't need to smile to be a model. You know, a lot of times it's just like wearing clothing and the way the clothes are on your body. I mean, how many times have you seen those models 
on the runway. They don't even smile anyways. They have that, uh, what's it called, resting bitch face? They just, they seem to have that. I don't think smiling is part of that. You don't need to smile. No, models in general don't seem to be very happy because no one allows them to eat. They're not allowed to have a sandwich. It's just very sad. Can you imagine not being allowed to eat? (laughs) Jokes, guys, jokes. This story uh, not only is inspiring, but it brings attention to a very weird disorder I had never heard of, Mobius disorder, where uh, you, you can't move your damn face. Imagine living this way. I mean, I've been in situations where I couldn't feel my face because of uh, expensive chemicals, but I've never been in a situation where I couldn't move my face. A man sued his employer for throwing him a birthday party and won. A Kentucky man took his employer to court after they threw him a birthday bash that he did not want, and the jurors sided with this man. His employer now owes him nearly half a million dollars. Imagine that for an unwanted birthday party. The verdict was handed down this week in a circuit court in northern Kentucky. The plaintiff it was an employee of Gravity Diagnostics. He sued his employer after he was fired following a birthday party that they threw him in August. According to the court documents, the employee had notified his manager that a birthday party might trigger his anxiety disorder. He said being the center of attention might cause him to have a panic attack. He doesn't like these situations. Yeah, and you know, some people don't want to be the center of attention. Some people don't like it. When you're in the restaurant, don't you hate that? When they surprise you, the staff comes over with a little slice of chocolate cake, and the waitstaff sings you this uninspired birthday tune. None of them want to sing it. You don't want it. It's more for the amusement of your friends that are there. They really want to embarrass you. It's about embarrassing somebody on their birthday, really, is what it all comes down to. Sounds like this employee has a situation and a history of panic attacks. The employee asked the office manager days before his birthday not to arrange a birthday celebration, as they usually did for other employees. On August 7th, the employee's birthday, the office arranged for a lunchtime birthday party. Oh, no. In the cafeteria. Oh, no. The employee said that he found out about the party. When? Can you guess? Well, as he was headed to the lunch break room. (laughs) This triggered a panic attack, of course, as he warned it would. The employee had a panic attack and ran out of the office and spent his lunch break in his car. The employee text messaged the office manager asking why she failed to accommodate his request to not have a damn birthday party. The guy doesn't want a party, lady. The next day, the employee was called into a meeting in which he said he was confronted and even criticized for the manager about his reaction to his birthday party. They're like, we can't understand why you don't want to blow out some candles, Larry. What's wrong with you? Can't you be a good sport? Don't you want to eat that crappy cake we got you from Costco? (laughs) Shouldn't force somebody to have a birthday party. For some people, it's torture, man. Anyways, the office manager criticized him, which triggered another panic attack. And then the employee asked the office manager to stop. According to the lawsuit, he was getting a panic attack. The employee was sent home for the next two days, and that weekend he was notified that he was fired because of the events of the previous week. How are you going to fire this poor guy? That no doubt caused another panic attack, I'd imagine. And then taking your employee to court probably caused another panic attack. This guy just gets panic attacks all over the place. Uh, Now, he sued on the grounds of disability discrimination and retaliation. 
And the jury sided with him, awarding him $450,000 in damages, $300,000 for the emotional distress, $150,000 for lost wages. Oh, you had a nice paying job over here at Gravity Diagnostics. wonder what they do. Just build gravity bongs? <laughs> guys know about a gravity bong? Okay, just me. It sounds like this employee needs a gravity bong in his life that might uh, dispel some of the panic attacks. Uh, a very sad situation. If you have panic attacks on a regular like this, this is a serious situation. I assume the employer must have known about this ahead of time. This is a clearly a disability. And I mean, this is kind of like what Gen Z suffers from. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Gen Z. They can't handle um, any sort of stress whatsoever. They they have to <laughs> they have to go cry in a pod at on a college campus when when testing season comes up. <laughs> Jonesy, how could you make fun of Gen Z? <laughs> Why not? It's fun. <laughs> it's fun to make fun of Gen Z. Uh, but, uh, you know, in all seriousness, this person has a, has a disability. Uh, yeah. You got to blame it on the company here. You know about it. The guy asked, please don't give me a birthday party. And you still did. That's on you, bro. That's on you. You got to kind of, you know, walk on eggshells with somebody like this. You can't throw him a party. Certainly not a surprise party. That'll give him a heart attack right there. You can't take them to the strip club. And uh, you got to make sure they don't catch a foul ball at a baseball game because then they put you on that jumbotron and then bam, panic attack. A man tore his lung masturbating. Who knew you could tear your lung masturbating? This is a scary situation. Let's learn how this happened. A young man's session of masturbation inadvertently led to him spending nearly a week in the hospital, a whole week. In a recent case report out of Switzerland, doctors detail how a 20-year-old ended up with air leaking into his chest after some seemingly innocent self-love time. Fortunately, the injury wasn't severe and he recuperated. According to the report, which was published in an issue of Radiology Case Reports, the man visited the emergency room with stabbing chest pains, trouble breathing. His face was extremely swollen. Doctors could hear distinct cracking noises as he breathed. His symptoms had begun while he was, quote, lying in bed and masturbating. Chest scans revealed that he had something called pneumomediastinum, a condition where air circulating through the respiratory system somehow ends up escaping into the space in the chest between the two lungs. The man's air sacs were also damaged and he required high doses of oxygen. Doctors made the decision to put him in the intensive care unit for observation, and he was given preventative antibiotics and acetaminophen for his pain. Now, how does this occur? Pneumomediastinum can be caused by physical trauma to the lungs or the esophagus. It can also spontaneously arise when a sudden increase in pressure within the chest cavity causes a tear in certain lung membranes, allowing air to leak out. Oh, this is horrifying. This could happen not only in masturbating, but through sex and wiffle ball, I'd, I'd imagine, any physical activity, really. This kind of injury is more likely to happen, it says, in young men. Goodness, I would have guessed not in young men. Known triggers include an acute asthma attack, strenuous exercise, or violent vomiting as well. Now, the man who tore his lung masturbating only had a history of mild asthma and denied any other known risk factors. So near as the doctors could tell, his masturbation had to be the culprit. 
When the doctors looked through the medical literature, they did find a few reports of this injury likely brought on by sex. But this seems to be the first documented instance of masturbation being to blame. It says, scary as the symptoms may be, spontaneous pneumomediastinum is usually a condition that clears up on its own without the need for specialized treatment. Following an overnight stay, the man was transferred out with no issues, and he was discharged from the hospital after four days with his chest pains and other symptoms completely gone. Good to know. But perhaps Pornhub should have an, a warning label on, uh, on the videos here, letting us all know, hey, if you touch yourself, you could tear a lung. I googled masturbation injuries out of curiosity. I came across an article called The 30 Worst Masturbation Injuries. I thought I would read a few. Someone wrote here, uh, got a UTI from the shower head. <laughs> okay. Foot cramp. You know those can be bad. Yeah, foot cramp. Someone says, I was making supper with some fresh jalapeno peppers. Thought I scrubbed my hands really thoroughly. Turns out, no. <laughs> Someone says, I split the bottom of my pee hole. That's a little. Someone has here, I broke my wrist when I fell off the toilet. Okay. Someone else. Yo, my wrist. (laughs) Why are lady parts so hard to reach? (laughs) Okay, you get the gist of it. Well, someone got their member stuck in the the zipper while masturbating. Well, I mean, uh, take off the pants, bro. What are you doing? Anyways, I'll post a link to this article in the Patreon if you'd be interested. (laughs) Uh, There's some really silly uh, masturbation injuries on here that I'm not going to go through. But you get the gist of it. It can be a dangerous game, guys. That's what I'm saying. Be very careful out there. And, I mean, I shouldn't have to say this, but if you're breathing way too heavy and it's really out of control, you don't want to tear a lung, so slow it down. Maybe maybe call a friend. Have them come over and finish the job for you. Tiny weird news in your ears. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Jonesy, pretending to be a lounge singer at a tiki bar. Hey, try the Mai Tais, guys. Oh, that rhymed. What are you up to? Tell me what you're up to. I want to hear from you. Email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. I just want to know what you're up to. That's all. Let me know. You can DM me at funnyjones on Instagram as well. Uh, I'm waiting for the phone calls to download. It's taking a while. I'm going to try to publish phone calls after this, but if the phone calls don't download in time for me to publish this, then I'll have to push it out till tomorrow. If you guys would like to call the show and be a part of that party, 646-450-2012. I love to hear from my listeners, so don't hesitate to call the show. Leave a message. Uh, Also, if you'd like to support the show, you know how to do it. It's the Patreon, guys. It's a Patreon. We got a Patreon party in my pants, man. <laughs> How do you join the Patreon? You want to know? Oh, I'm glad you asked. That shows you give a damn. Go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews. For a couple bucks a month, you can become a patron. You can join that sweet little party of fans of Weird AF News. It's a nice little club in there. And you get extra weird content. Isn't that lovely? Extra weird content. Who doesn't want it? Uh, you can also go to weirdafnews.com and do a bunch of stuff like join the Patreon Buy me a coffee, submit an article, that kind of stuff. We'll keep it brief, and we'll see you tomorrow. Hey, Jonesy, this is Shante, one of your newest uh, members to your Patreon. I just want to say that um, you're pretty lucky. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're, you're a pretty cool guy because, um, honestly, I listen to a lot of podcasts, like a lot, to the point where I have to put them on rotation daily, you know, so I listen to them as I'm delivering to my route. 
But you, you are the only podcast out of all of them that I listen to daily in the morning as my, uh, during my morning routine. So I was like, you know what? If I listen to them daily, I might as well, you know, help them out somehow, some way, you know? So I decided to be a Patreon member and yeah, it feels good. It really does. So, uh, continue to keep, um, telling your, uh, podcast in your closet. <laughs> it's like the funniest thing to me. I love it. And, um, yeah, thanks for being you. And, uh, oh, by the way, thanks a lot. Now I'm going around, you know, instead of saying drugs, I say paraphernalia. Paraphernalia. Yeah, so thanks for that, by the way. And, um, yeah, just keep what you're doing, what you're doing, man. And um, good luck with your life, man. City. It's the countdown to Jonesy's birthday. That's right, just seven days until Jonesy's birthday on April 27th. So, if you are interested in uh, helping out with Jonesy on his birthday, just call the show at 646-450-2012 and uh, leave a message for Jonesy. He'll give you his uh, address and you can either send him a card or send them a care package of some sort, if that's what you're inclined to do. And uh, I'm sure he'll send your, him your address. And uh, otherwise, you can join the Patreon. That's the simple, easy way to show your support in the best possible way. As I like to say, $2 a month, that's just a dime a day for five days a week podcast. Time a day. That's pretty darn cheap for lots of entertainment. Jonesy brings us so much joy and laughter and love into our lives, and uh, that's a pretty good thing in today's world. There's so much stuff going on out there that uh, I really enjoy listening to the podcast every day and getting so much out of it. Uh, I enjoy my time spent with Jonesy and the the uh, joy it brings into my life. So I really am appreciative of the hard work that he puts into every show. And and I welcome him into my home for the, the levity he brings into my life. So you can go to weirdafnews.com, click on the link that says buy Jonesy a cup of coffee. And uh, just for a few dollars, a couple bucks, you can uh, send him a couple uh cup of coffee and a couple of bucks and just really uh, show your appreciation for the man that we all know as a, a friend and companion in our lives and just show your appreciation for the hard work that he does uh, by putting this podcast together. It's his passion and uh, we all benefit from that. So Jonesy, we thank you very much and we want to wish you a happy birthday here, which is coming up on April 27th. Weirdos, do your part in showing your appreciation for Jonesy and Hi Jonesy, my name's Sue. I live in Ireland, all the way to 
in Europe. I'm not Irish. I'm Brazilian, but I live here in Ireland. So um, I was looking for to send you, um, you know, something, a link from some news uh, for you to talk about that. Uh, a while ago, I heard about this guy that he threw his dog uh, to the window, and the dog landed on the top of somebody else. Uh, the dog was not harmed, but he was, uh, the man was prosecuted, and uh, the dog was given to animal rescue and uh, he got a better home because this man he was a bit abusive to to the dog but at the time uh, when I heard this news I found a bit fun because it was the person that was telling the news that the dog fall on, on top of him so he had to go to the hospital because he dislocates his shoulder. But the dog, it was a um, happy ending because the dog was not harmed. So I thought about to send you the link of this news. I know it was not in Florida, but... Um, you know, at the time when I heard this news, I found so funny because uh, I was just talking to my fiancé at the time and I was telling him, imagine if I was had to call work and say, look, I can't go to work because a dog fall on my head, you know. So I found so funny at the time and... Uh, but I could not. The sad thing is that uh, when I went to looking for this news to send to you the link, I found I did not found this one that I was looking for. But I found so many people throwing dogs out the window, and uh, so many news. And most of the dogs they did not make it. Uh, all the news that I read. All the dogs died. 